Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast. Today I am joined by none other than the former Pod King, Dread Pod King, Sneaky D, as well as fan favorite Pod King, Ian Dixon. How are you guys doing today? Oh, are we not like announcing ourselves? Oh, we should announce ourselves. I'm Scott from ScottCast. I'm Ian Dixon. Who's Ian is Pod King, by the way. Current uh, Pod King. Yeah, current Pod King. Right. And I am the former Dread Pod King. Sneaky D, a.k.a. David. Yes. We did it. We did it. We did so good with that. The audience loves it when we introduce ourselves mm-hmm. so that they know what our voices is. Yes. Mm-hmm. So today we've got a lot of stuff going on in Scott Cast headquarters. Last week was was an emotional week for me, and I tried to be honest with the with the with the whole podcast audience without saying anything about my life. And I think I did good. You know, uh, people emailed in and people messaged in. It was the first time I, I knew that they were listeners. And it was wonderful. It was a good time. I'm glad I did it. And I'm going to continue that streak of of truth and honesty in podcasting with this episode by drinking water. Look at you. Until at least halfway. I didn't need water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's looking at the glass is mostly empty. <laughs> So we're going to give that a shot. And uh, this is going to be a wonderful episode. I can already feel it. I feel it in my blood, in my veins. I'm well rested from sleeping on my couch. And Kyle is fucking up the table. Kyle, Kyle is throwing money at the the podcast. Yep. And Just like the people can do if they go to thescottcast.com. Yo, that's right. Merchandise. Yeah. There's merchandise at thescottcast.com. There's also our episodes and subscribe links and email bag. You'll learn all about that later. Isn't that right, folks? Thank you. So. That was a very succinct applause. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, everybody <laughs> clapped like three times. Like, that should be like a new thing. Like when it says applause, they just go and then just get it over with. That way you don't right. extend it. You know, in the TikTok generation where every two seconds you got to have some new stimulus, you know? TikTok clap. That's enough. We got the information. It's, Thank a, clip, you, it's a little clip clap. Clip, clip, clap. A little clip of a clap. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. little clap. Just a little clap. Hey, uh, I love Scottcast. That sounds like one way to get the clap. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're going to have Benny on next week? We're going to have Benny on next oh, week, and it's going to be the most peaceful transference of... Pod King Power, they say. Is it? You know, there's rumors <laughs> milling about the headquarters here. It's like it's like this big gear up for like this big war, like the takeover, the the resistance is forming. They're like, we're gonna take the capital, baby. And they get there and the king's just like, Oh yeah, go ahead and take it. Yeah, basically. Just go ahead and take it. Well, Bendy knows it's, oh, it's man. amicable. Basically, the this the whole story behind the situation was um <laughs> we texted him and when Ian became Pod King and he immediately decreed that if if he calls back, texts back, if he gets back at us, he can be Pod King. And uh, I didn't realize he texted back, but he did. And there's a timestamp. Yeah, there was so, that lame duck period where anything can happen. Yeah. Your interim Pod King. Yeah, you were the interim mm-hmm. Pod King. Yeah. You know, of oft overlooked but powerful position. How do you, how do you think, uh, are you going to try to do anything like today? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, hadn't planned on it, but we'll see. You got any schemes, man? Let's get some schemes. <laughs> People love a good scheme. You know, it's like when you're learning about the hist- like all the presidents, the U.S. presidents, and you're like, ooh, like fun fact, who was the only one who was an interim president? And that's going to be kind of like our lineage of the, the pod king lineage. It's going to be that fun little asterisk 
that people are going to like the when people nerd out over Scott Cast lore, kind of like in the Lord of the Rings when they write the Silmarillion of the Scott Cast ways. They're going to be like, yo, right. did you know this shit happened on episode 150 of Scott Cast? <laughs> if you didn't, you're a dumb fuck. <laughs> Boss you're talk. A dumb fuck! <laughs> During your rule, I think it's kind of appropriate that you kind of took this interim mm-hmm. spot. I don't know if it's going to be during your rule or Bendy's, but uh, it's a big event. Ever since, what, episode 60 or something, we've been holding on to collectively like 100-ish Jerry Maguire's. Yeah. VHS tapes, many in mint condition, mm-hmm. with the premise that when the video troupe Everything is Terrible comes to town, we're going to present them with a fabulous gift. I forget for what reason. Because you're holding a valuable asset. So they can uh, and you need uh, to become part of the Jerry pyramid, pyramid in the yeah, in the desert a pyramid scheme. Mm, right, right, right. Live with all the other, but Jerry's. also because right. the value of those Jerry's is only going up over mm-hmm. time. It's basically like Bitcoin. That's true. So there's, there's a lot of volatility with the Jerry's right now. But if you're a long term holder, you'll be rewarded. Could you imagine that though? Like uh, everything is terrible. Builds that Jerry Maguire pyramid, and it turns out it is the most valuable building in the world. <laughs> Purely because it's made of Jerry Maguire's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like all the gold in the world being. It's like Fort Knox, but they build the actual fort out of gold. Yeah. You know? And then it's going to be gold heists. It's going to be pyramid heists with these Jerry's. They're going to so, steal the house like that news story. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> on the list. Okay. Oh, you got that for today? Yeah. Nice. Uh, so. <laughs> it all ties together. It really does. <laughs> Maybe that house was built on a foundation of Jerry's. You're, you're in a weird space time mode where you're, you're making callbacks to stories we haven't even discussed yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, time is relative when you're just time traveling guy like me. So when is everything is terrible coming by? Do you, you got the date? Uh, March 5th. March 5th. Holy shit. That is. A lot of things coming up. Hey, did Christopher Lee's thing already happen? February? Isn't it? I don't know. Like, mid, like uh, late Christopher February? Lemus? His 100th birthday days? is May. Oh, it's May. Oh, it's whew. in May. Okay. So we're ahead of schedule on oh, that one. Think. Yeah. A lot of shit coming our way. A lot of events. Yes. Milestones. So, anyways, the Jerry's. Um, what should we do? Are we going to actually give them all away? Do you think maybe they'll come back in a year and we can also have another trope? We can divide it in half and keep some Jerry's. Maybe. We can just give them your Jerry's. <laughs> I was, yeah. I'm going to be moving stuff, so I'm just getting getting rid of all the Jerry's I've got. Kind of makes that easier. I know, but it's like, uh, I it can't, is, it's, can't resist the big load, too. Having having sat with them for the last, like, basically two years, three years almost, I don't know. Because you got them pre-pandemic. You might want to report those for yeah. tax reasons. You don't want to you know, <laughs> make sure at the end of the year that you report that you sold your Jerry's. Well, just, they are an asset now. Well, they ain't going to be sold. That's yeah, for sure. We're just, we're just giving them. Yeah, yeah, it's a charity thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can write that off. That's right. I good. wrote off $3 million worth of Jerry's. <laughs> Future pricing. Yeah. Everyone's holding. Yeah. yeah. Hold on for too long. But, uh... I mean, how are we going to do it? Because I think if we're going to give them away, we got to give them all away. I know we've got a lot of feelings attached to them because yeah. we've had them for so long. But, uh, I mean, we did make a deal 
and I got them for this reason, mm-hmm. you know? And it, it really, I've only been holding on to my Jerry's as a gift to you because I wanted you to give them this like fat load of Jerry's. <laughs> you know, I wanted to see, I want to see you running with like a giant inverted cross made of Jerry, the biggest <laughs> inverted cross ever, you know? And I want you to also do it like while on fire and grinning, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like uh, that Nick Cage impersonator did at Planet Ant, but this time better because it's going to be inside and you're going to have like a hundred Jerry's and an inverted cross. Mm-hmm. When you get on that stage, I want you to kick them in the nuts. <laughs> and then, yeah, show me the money. That's right. And then we're going to take their audience because this is going to go viral. <laughs> Got to re- keep our eyes on the prize of making Scottcast go viral in the worst way possible. Mm-hmm. So we're going to assault them and take their audience just like they used to do in the old days. We're pod kings. That's how pod kings get their kingdoms, is they go to the kingdom, they sneak in, they pass the little guardhouse, and inside, there's a king sleeping away. He's a snoring. Mm -hmm. They go up to that king, and they fucking smother his fat head in a pillow. Mm -hmm. And that's what we got to do to these people with a nut kick on stage. This is all conjecture, people. Is listening to this, it's like we don't want to be prosecuted like those rap artists are nowadays. Where it's like, you're like I talked about killing this guy. They're like, yeah, but that was just for like artistic. Purposes. No one's gonna we convict me for trying to kill Henry V. I mean, this is this is like an Alex Jones thing, I guess, where he just says, "Yeah, I'm gonna go kill everybody," and it's like that was all just for fun talking about that. I'm not At most, gonna do we're it. planning to kick someone in the nuts and steal their audience, smother them in their sleep with a pillow. Uh, okay, it's part of the show. You know, they got to expect that. That's all a metaphor, man. <laughs> they got to expect it when when someone comes up to them with an enormous inverted cross on fire, that there's going to be some assault. <laughs> you know, this is this is the kind of audience you foment, fomented. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is terrible. We're about to bring you the terrible everything. We're going to show you everything up in your nutsack. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm in a mood today. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> noticed yet. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Is assaulting people a mood? It's not assault <laughs> when we're on fire and we're presenting them an immaculate gift. Mm-hmm. You're assaulting their we, values. We're not assaulting them. We're taking over their kingdom. It's a coup. Yeah, there's no assault in when you do a coup. Yeah. yeah. Not when you become the lawmakers afterwards. Yeah, post hoc, it's not assault. Exactly. There's no crime when you I live in a post hoc world. I don't know yeah. about you. I apologize later. Mm-hmm. Why would you need to apologize if you're a king? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Skip that part. Mm-hmm. Listen to your fuck face. <laughs> Scott with sound clips. Yeah. So, what do you think? Is is that about what you want to do or maybe something a little more tame? Uh, probably not going to kick anybody in the nuts, but... Okay, it's your choice. I like the the grand gesture of, yeah, if we can fashion them into an inverted cross, that'd be fun. Yeah. Maybe not set myself on fire. Um, Okay. So no fun. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, at least I got a giant inverted cross out of him. (laughs) (laughs) Scott was just over, what is it, over-promising, under-delivering, you're over- It's negotiate. You start start with a lot of stuff on the table, and then you just negotiate it down to just the inverted cross. Yeah. You know, if uh, if we stop started with what Ian wanted to do at the beginning of this conversation, he he'd be giving him like a shoebox full of Jerry's. 
And here we're going to be giving them over 100 Mint Jerry's all upside down, including Tom Cruise. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is that like a Scientology thing? Inverted cross? No, no it's this, they like Satan. Right. I know. Or St. Peter. I don't remember which. Why would St. Peter be Satan? He was hung on an inverted cross. Oh, uh, okay. So I was like, is or he nailed. Like, was he don't get hung on a crucified. cross. Crucified, yeah. Crucified. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, when you get crucified and they don't nail you, you die because of suffocation. So it's like being hung. You're you're, you're hung upon it's, it. That's a, that's a thought, yeah. yeah. I, I read that once. The nails was just for dramatic effect. Mm. And so you don't go anywhere. Makes a better story, really. I'm I'm I don't know. Did Jesus suggest? He's like better story with the nails. Come on. Yeah, I'm sure he would <laughs> ask for it. Bring on the nails. <laughs> it's like this is not how I read it. I don't want it to be like all the other guys where they just hang him normally. Mm-hmm. Let's spice it up a little bit. So I'll be a holy man. Like put some holes in me. So what have you been up to this week, David? Well, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but today, uh, had a new roommate move in. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, remember this guy over there? Mm-hmm. Well, remember when I said that it might happen? Well, it happened. It happened. So, you know, I was uh, emptying out uh, the extra guest bedroom I've had. Uh, the blue room has been completely empty. I have a completely different living space that's been underutilized and that has now been occupied. Um, so I had a lot of house, you know, and just needed to. But anyway, so I was cleaning out my the, the extra guest room and it's, I, I was finding all sorts of things like this shirt. I haven't seen this shirt in like a couple of years, you know, an old Maine Detroit shirt. It's not, it's got a little wear and tear on it, you know, but uh, it's just not something I wear every day. And, you know, it's good to clean up the house. Um, my room is populated by a bunch of old shirts and various costumes and knickknacks that I had kind of stored away. So I'm kind of just going through things and regrouping in a bit. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, we moved in today and now it's, uh, there's no empty house, you know, there's, I'm going to be going back. There's going to be some dude in there and it's all, it's all good. It's gotta be weird. That was the story. Yeah. It was a life event. Okay. Story. What's the, who's this roommate's name? His name's Cade. Cade? He might, he it's might, not a real name. Well, he's going to be listening to this episode, so <laughs> I want to censor that back out. So. It's still not a real name. And Nicholas, I'm, I'm not editing His name is Nicholas, Nicholas Cade. Nicholas Cade. You just I'm, got Cade. Yeah, but I'm not editing the episodes anymore, so look. That's why I was talking about Everything's my, on the record. Right. It's like a blockchain. It never gets... Exactly. Uh, everything's always on the record forever. Yeah, this is crypto podcasting. You can only amend it. Really. You can't actually replace but you know, that's why I was talking about my, you know, my story, my novel I was working on because I was telling him about this. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it seems like he's a big sci-fi guy. Likes, you know, we're both nerds. We're gonna get along pretty well. And I was like, yeah, I started writing this book. I'm tell you a little bit about it over some tea. Yeah, it was nice. You told him about it over tea. Yeah, I made some tea. I think um, that makes us official flatmates now. You know. You're still in America. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the, the the sun never sets on the British Empire, am I right? So they got their their, sun their, their ways. Fucking set a long time ago in the British Empire. <laughs> <laughs> We're still drinking their damn tea. So yeah, that's not the original use of that quote, but I, I adapted it. It's supposed to be that the empire was always around all around the world, so it never set on it. But a little twist at the end there. Now so, yeah, it's, that's, now what, it's that's like ninety percent dark. <laughs> All right. Now it's in the American Empire. So you were uh, telling them about your novel. Yeah. Over tea. Yeah, tell them a little bit of the Cade. concept behind the sci-fi stuff and how it's going to be legit. You know. Do you think? Uh, do you think? Um, he let me rant for a good like thirty minutes. 
It's, I think that's a good sign of a roommate for you. <laughs> He's just like, when you get back, he's going to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's always a good sign when you can just kind of um, info dump on somebody and they just... Mm-hmm. Do you think he retained? Yeah, he could be a good co-host for my podcast. <laughs> for the One Life to Lift one. I feel not, like you're not, replacing me <laughs> as a person. Well, you like got you gonna... Ian got a good dynamic. Ian just the rolls with whatever you do and it's, it works great for you. You get to have a great time and... He's always there for you. He's listening along. A lot of mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and yeps. And that's that's what you need. <laughs> that's what I need too. Everybody needs a yes man. I want to call a yes no, man. No, he's more of a mm-hmm man. No, I'm not saying Ian's a yes man as in he says yes, but he does listen. He does listen. And he does mm-hmm eventually man. if you give him a space, he'll respond. But if you don't, just keep on listening. That's right. Yeah, yep. there it is. That was, that was us giving him space to respond yeah. in this cage story. Uh, do you think that now that you have a strange man in your home? Hey, I never see a strange. Why are you saying he's strange? Because he just because of his name. <laughs> but like, do you think it's going to make the home smell weird to you? And how long do you think it's going to take for you to get used to the house I smell? I have a pretty powerful musk about me, Scott. You think your musk overpowers his? I think my musk is, I'm the alpha musk. I you think know, you should notice. I'm not a beta male. I think Cade should notice himself if he's uh, living there. If like he starts getting like these tension headaches all the time, because Can't all the testosterone in the air, basically because his smell is being overridden. You know. I told him any any room he enters in, Febreze that shit. I don't want your particles mixing mm-hmm. with mine. Right. You know. I got a couch uh, a couple weeks ago, and it had stranger smell all over it. Mm. But what I did is I took a really sweaty nap. I like <laughs> put on like all sorts of like sweaters and t-shirts and 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 like sweatpants and like socks, and I slept in it for twelve hours, depressed. And like my musk just sunk into the fucking couch, and the next day. I swear to God, it smelled like nothing to me. <laughs> this is about pure BO. We're like, this smells like home. Here's an idea. You take your BO, you package it up in a can, a little aerosol. Maybe mm-hmm. not, you know, I don't think they actually stuff, have stuff that's bad for the environment nowadays with the aerosol cans. Not actually aerosol, right? I don't know. Anyway, it's a spray can. Maybe a little spritzer, okay? And you just take your essence of whatever. It's like a cologne, but it's like something that you can mm-hmm. just, like if you're maybe traveling or you just moved into a new place, you have a little anxiety about it, like it's a little essence of Scott. And you go, shh, 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 shh. And there you go. And yeah. it's just, then it saves you the effort. Just distill it. You know? So do you think while you're here potting that like Cade's back at your place just kind of marking his scent like rubbing a cat? Scent, yeah. all over the- <laughs> like rubbing his face on all your furniture mm. like a cat? Yeah, I mean the cats do that because they want to they get their own scent. It makes yeah. them feel like they're at home. Mm-hmm. I guess as long as he doesn't put his ball sack on my drum set, we'll be okay. Like you have a drum step, set? Like in Step Brothers. <laughs> oh, okay. So you just my fucking drum set? Nope. Because there's a chip on the drum stick. So I know you touch my drum sticks. And he says, you know, I'm going to go put my ball sack on your drum, <laughs> drum set. And they show it. You know, I think, I think right now, Kate is naked. In your house. Doing fucking deadlifts. <laughs> he's, no, he's naked doing deadlifts and the lady next door is losing her shit until she comes over and says, oh, that's not what I was expecting someone to answer the door. Mm-hmm. Sweaty young man. <laughs> <laughs> not the guy I was looking for. 
That'd be great though. You should send for him forbidden love. Be like, listen, you need to get out of this cave. You're you're getting roped into this. This isn't this isn't um ethical. You know? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Do you think Cade will do that for you? Like uh as a <laughs> listen, I need you to go and make sweet love to my neighbor. <laughs> get her off my case. We need to do more deadlifts. Do me a salad, bro. You won't have to pay rent this month. <laughs> Five minutes make that, make that, as a character that, we've already heard about. It's going to make that security deposit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Place it down. You'll never get that security deposit back. <laughs> Cade wears fishnets and like a jean skirt. <laughs> Stands out. How much do you really pick. know this guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the news. Oh, well, that's wonderful. That's wonderful, you know. Maybe he wants to be my podcast co-host. You never know how these things can roll out. That's the thing. It's mm-hmm. like you seem to be, you do seem to be gearing up to replace Scott Cast in your life. You've got a live-in co-host who just does that. Got multiple co-hosts now. Jeez. You got multiple co-hosts. Got multiple you got a irons in the fire. You got a pod comic, basically. You, yeah, it's you've so, semi pod comic. Gonna be called Art Science and Fiction. It's gonna be dope. You think you can? You think he could just like. <laughs> Wade into the pod comic territory, and I didn't notice. Yeah, I've got lawyers. <laughs> We're not gonna call it fucking pod comics, okay? <laughs> it's gonna be a little skit. A little skit. It's gonna be interesting. Skit and engage people. Yeah, it's gonna be good. You, I do like that. Uh, the um concept you have, the, the podcast you you call it science and fiction. No. No, you science, don't call it science that? in fiction. The science we're t- we're breaking down the science in any kind of fiction. It's an allusion to science fiction, but it could be fantasy. It could be mm. regular fiction. Okay, it could be any piece of fiction, really. Any movie, video game, TV show, stuff that you wrote for National November and Nano Rimo. Sure, sure. <laughs> we could do we'll break down the science of we'll break down the science of our books and be like listen this is bullshit <laughs> call out our own bullshit in the podcast your book is like well uh yeah spice travel can exist in 200 years like between nations and mine will be like yeah i was drunk all 2017 <laughs> let's go into the science of scott's novel uh, is it possible for this individual to be drunk all the time even at work how, how does uh, his physiological response uh, act throughout the chapter? Does he get less drunk, more drunk? Does he get a headache? Where does it come in? You know, that would be an interesting way to promote to... a book. As you say, like, listen, here's this book. And, like, the publisher pays us even just for the promo spot. But, like, we're covering this episode, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, it could just be, like, the, the Joe Rogan effect or something. You talk about something and it explodes in, in value. You know, I just talk about this book. Next thing you know, people just flying off the shelves. Like, whatever you do, don't read this book. It's too good. The ideas in it are too good. We don't want the children to know about these ideas. Take it off the li- Take it out of the libraries of the schools. Next thing you I'm know, willing to bet, like bestseller. most most like completely banned books, like yeah. that are banned based it's on the best content thing that could, alone. Yeah, before they even get this to the shelves, never never reach the surface. Mm-hmm. You know, they're constantly in oblivion. You mean they're banned before they get released? Yeah. Preemptively banned. Yeah, I feel like I've been banned. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, like I've been writing my book, and I've been like, somebody fucking said not to read this in the future. Oh, you know, space time kind of bent again. Goddamn. And I started reacting to things that didn't happen yet. 
Sounds like paranoia to me. Like, that sounds more like. Is that what that is? I think you're in your own head about this. No, man, I'm telling you, in the future, it's, I can't write this. It's going to be too good. People are going to ban it. So I might as well not write it. Mm-hmm. Which is the antithesis of why you would make that kind of book. It's that the idea needs to get out. And then, you know, ideas have power. Maybe I should ban it. You should ban it day one. I ban make it. Make sure your books get banned. I mean, Best marketing. That's a way to, to stir up interest. Yeah, I'm going to get a billboard and I'm going to say, this book is banned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blow a huge budget on it. But then you forget to mention what the book is. God <laughs> like, oh, damn it. Just be looking angry in the billboard. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's like maybe then people would look into it because they're like, what fucking book is that? And they have yeah. to look it up. It's like that Super Bowl ad that just happened. Did you guys see that one with the QR code that bounced over for Coinbase? Mm. It was yeah. like, everybody's like, oh shit. And they're like, I got to scan it. I got to scan it. You know, they'd interact with it because everybody wanted to know what is that? And then at the end of the commercial, they still flash Coinbase. But like I was watching the Super Bowl with my family and they're like, what is it, David? Get... I had my phone out and you know, I was scanning it. And I was like, don't worry, I'm going to get the QR code here. See what it is. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Brilliant marketing. You didn't hear about that? I didn't watch the Super Bowl. Mm. I didn't look at Marketing guy didn't watch the Super Bowl. I, I, <laughs> I'm nowhere close to caring about Super Bowl ads. I know, but the ads. Professionally, man, the ads. personally. In any way. Mm. Maybe well spiritually I'm close uh, to the ads. Spiritually I'm close to the ads. <laughs> okay. That's it. Just in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> spiritually close to making them. I'm like, but I don't actually make it. I'm like the prodigal son of Super Bowl ads. Come back to I know the Super Bowl ads will have me when I get back. And they'll love me. <laughs> like I'm not gonna be interested in, in the Super Bowl until Lady Gaga plays the halftime show. Okay. So you didn't watch the Super Bowl halftime show with Eminem and all that? I saw he, some He's a TikToks. member of the Scottcast, practically, Pod Comics. He is a mem- member of the Pod. I'm, that's that's the thing. We've got a... Uh, let's, let's do an ad break. Mm-hmm. And then we got an email bag. Uh, one of them specifically about Eminem. There we go. So That's what the people let's want. Let's do a little... All right, we've got a sponsor for this, this here podcast. Uh, and it is, in fact, Athletic Greens. They they treat me right. Uh, every time I have some Athletic Greens, I feel fucking good. You know, if you go to thescottcast.com forward slash AG and sign up, you'll get a free lifetime supply of vitamin D. Big fat. I thought, I thought it was a one year supply. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know I've got it. It's a little bottle. It's one year. If Athletic bag. Greens like reneges on that. Fuck them. <laughs> you tell them Scott Cass said fuck them. You could probably make like a homeopathic version of that by like diluting the vitamin D and make, selling it. Probably. You know, you, could, it, you could get a Athletic Greens and you can start your own homeopathic, homeopathic store. You uh, know? Yeah, derived from Athletic Greens. So you you know could be one of those good. bohemian chicks that wear like like giant fluffy pants and have a vitamin store and like they can't see but they light a lot of incense and they talk to you like above your head. Hmm. Well, I know they say love is blind. Yeah. You could be like one of those people. If you get athletic greens. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Do they get five little packets as well? Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) Big ass sack. Little travel packets. Yeah. Five travel packets, big ass sack of greens. And let me tell you, let me tell you, it's got everything you need to know 
about about health in it. Like you look got at the, the knowledge in there too. Yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> damn. You, you become smarter about <laughs> health. You know, uh, you uh, exercise, and it's as if you have exercise already for ten years. And um, these are not claims cleared by the FDA, by the way, or Athletic Greens. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a substitute for exercise. <laughs> It takes all your regrets and puts them away. <laughs> I thought that's what alcohol did. <laughs> We're not doing that anymore. <laughs> this is the closest thing to alcohol. That's <laughs> like one of the one of the vitamins or minerals is just like distilled. It's like dried alcohol. It's just like a little bit of condensate, the booze in there. You know, when I took Athletic Greens uh, from my latest shipment just a couple days ago. I looked in the mirror and I was but a floating outfit. I was just a hoodie and an orange t-shirt floating before me. Where was my flesh? I said to myself, where was my flesh? And I touched and it was there. But I look at my hand and it is not there. It is but a sleeve. I became the invisible man. Mm -hmm. And there's no hallucinogenics in this. No. Okay. Because I went outside naked and no one cared. Mm, oh. Except for me. Well, you know, it's cold out. That. It's cold. You kind of realize pretty quick if you don't got gold on. Yeah, it's Michigan here. There's just a pair of socks walking down the sidewalk. Mm. A couple of Jaws socks. <laughs> the Scots wearing socks that have the Jaws shark. Yeah. It could like just it be a, like name. a normal great white. I don't know if it's necessarily. Does it have a name? Jaws. Do they ever name the shark like Jaws? Is that his, his name? name? Jaws. Is his name Jaws? His name is Jaws. So it's what do you think? It's Birdie. I thought it was just like describing his Jaws. I didn't know his name was Jaws. I don't think that is that I canon. I don't think they like formally named it. I feel like um, <laughs> people have kind of associated with his name but just being Jaws. You, you yeah. call it Jaws because Jawsy, the name of the movie. Yeah, it's a giant great jazzy white. Jaws. But no, I don't think they refer to it as Jaws in the movie. Yeah. Mm, they never even say Jaws in the movie. That is the scottcast.com forward slash AG. <laughs> hey, have you noticed a little uptick in your AG cells there, Scott? Oh, uh, yeah. Should have got, got another one, actually, recently. Oh, I did? Oh, does it keep coming? I'm wondering if you're tracking this shit. Uh, I get emails that tell me. I have to apply the code individually. Like when this podcast hits its stride after we kick the guys from everything is terrible in the nuts. We're going to be I'm going to be all day just pumping in Athletic Greens referral codes into my subscription, you know, and and when I get enough Athletic Greens to have an entire table full of Athletic Greens on this on this thing, I'm going to be like Tony Montana. With my little salsa shirt open, doing lines of athletic greens. <laughs> like Mr. Schwab? Like Mr. Charles Schwab. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about that off bad. That's a whole can of worms. We're not going to go into that one. Yeah. So please, please do that. Um, Thescottcast.com forward slash AG. But for now, you know, we got an old familiar segment, something that makes everybody happy. We love to talk to our audience. And it turns out you guys exist. 
I learned that. <laughs> so will you elaborate a bit on how you learned that you have at these these extra listeners or something? What? Because I had an emotional episode uh, last episode. So people reached out to you like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's how you get listeners, folks. That's how you check. That's how you check. <laughs> yeah. I'll jump. I'll jump on the next episode. <laughs> also, I won't jump if you get athletic greens. That's right. Just hold it all for ransom. But, of course, I'm talking about email bag. Hell yeah. I'd like to acknowledge Scott Science for emailing in. Uh, I emailed back to him, and uh, that's that. But the big thing that I really would like to talk about here. Wow, that was a quick email bag from him. Yeah, well, <laughs> I emailed him personally. I'm oh, okay. So, so, so no need to do in the podcast. Yeah. You, got, you got it handled. Yeah, he was like, you're having a personal time. I'm having a personal time. Like, I relate. Oh. You're very helpful. So it was you about know? the last episode then? It was about the last episode. Okay. And uh, yes. Wow. Those dedicated fans, man, just yeah. really, they're resonating with you. Writing you and you're writing back. Right in my heart, you know. Wow. It's like I Like, my heart grew three sizes that day. And mm. then, like, it started hurting because my ribcage didn't. Yeah, you don't actually want that to happen <laughs> in real life, IRL. Yeah. That's the science and fiction, baby. Yeah, we're going to cover the <laughs> yeah. Grinch. We need to get a sting for you so we can just do that real quick. Oh, yeah. I got a bunch of sound science effects lined up. Come up with a sting and uh, send it to me. And we'll we'll have like a little five-second sting, yeah. three five-second sting. And uh, we'll we'll hit it every time we do science and fiction. Can't you just make? Can I just take your guitar riff since you're not using it anymore? No, <laughs> it's retired. It's going to space. Uh, you're retired. It's going to space. Anyways, email bag from Bat Nipples. Yes. Um, a few episodes Master, ago, Master Charles is no longer Bat. Okay, Spicy Boy. Bat Nipples is the Scott uh, Cast name yeah, that we yeah, decided. Yeah. On. <laughs> I don't know if people know that or not that we exclusively referred to him as bat nipples when we're not talking about him in the cast well the the man known as spicy boy charles form, formerly known as master charles um he changed his name on his twitch tv channel and and it caught me a, a f off guard i brought it to i brought it to ian and uh i brought it to him in a new segment called boss talk dumb fuck where we analyze someone's decisions and we decide whether this guy knows what he's doing or if he's a dumb fuck. Mm -hmm. And the best part of this segment is that we're going to test our predictions. And he wrote in with results. Yeah. Bat nipples. Where were you guys when I was shopping around new usernames for like the last three months? I needed somebody to call me a dumb fuck. Oh, I should do the, the 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 theme sometime. But anyway, all seriousness, though. One month later, viewership is up, and I've seen a lot of new people in the stream pretty regularly. Mm. I can't say for certain that it's directly because of the name, but I think this is certainly more approachable. Signed. I want you to call me Master. Spicy Boy Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So it seems like uh, he's doing well. He's uh he's got like, an uptick. I feel like Master Charles would do well with like little some spicy readings, you know, like because he's got that kind of sultry voice. That's you know? true. Mm -hmm. That's Subductive, true. man. He's got a good voice for what he does. But I mean, are you really utilizing the maximum potential of your voice? Right. He should be doing erotica. Spicy things. Spicy boy Charles. Yeah. 
What kind of erotica do you think he should try to tackle? <laughs> I think he should Bad do nipples. Um, audiobooks of Chuck Tingle novels. Oh. He would be a good Chuck Tingler. Yeah. Yeah. And Got you could the- do that. Uh, spicy Pork Trails, write in if you've ever considered doing audiobooks. You know, I think he would be a wonderful Chuck Tingle reader because he's got that wry sense of humor mm-hmm. and he does have the he does have the masculine bear voice yeah you know it's like got that boss a, talk voice make a good uh bigfoot voice an oh, erotic right. bigfoot you know he would be an erotic bigfoot yeah the big vocal cords energy the big feet in the chuck tingle universe big they, feet they, energy BFE. They, they're very nice people right mm-hmm. generally um they can be bad boys, but not often. But they always—they're always there to prove that love is real. They're always Con- there. Consensual to prove love, love as well, from yeah. what I hear. And yes. they don't drink alcohol; they drink chocolate milk. That's right. Mm. God, but it go. gets them wasted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate milk wasted. You know, I can—I uh, can attest that I've been drinking chocolate oat milk lately, and because like is I it got oatly it. milk. Uh, can I get an oatly sponsorship here? Uh, I don't think it's oatly. Oh. It's, it just says oat milk. That's not exciting. Chocolate oat milk in a white box. Yeah, that's yeah. what. That's the brand. Chocolate oat milk in a white box. Yeah, like wow, it's accurate. Yeah, looking at it. Anyways, I tried it and I was like, because I've uh, dietary changes, and um, I recently went vegan for chicks. And I think we should kill all the animals to alleviate suffering morally. Think about it. What? It just euthanize everything. Everything. There could be no <laughs> suffering if they're all dead. Just kill exactly. off. Exactly. Kill them all off and then nobody can eat them. Yeah. So think about that. But I've had that chocolate oat milk and it's good. This is the thought you had when you're drinking oat milk. <laughs> <laughs> like how all the animals. Oat yeah. milk. Oat milk will be the new overlord. I was like, I was drinking that and I was like, I don't need a cow's udder. To have milk? This is delicious. And it's made of oats. <laughs> Didn't you get like a fight with somebody online about like <laughs> lab grown meats <laughs> on Twitter? It actually actually didn't end up too too badly. I was surprised. I was reading him like, is this how Scott argues with people? Like it sounded like you made a friend at the end of it. Oh yeah. Uh so you're right. I did <laughs> Are you pulling it up right now? I'm gonna might as well. There you go. Might as well. I'm not because you know I'm a big. I, I like lab grown meat. I think it's a great concept to spare all of the animals. You want to eat the meat? Just grow it in fucking lab. Right. You don't have to kill any animals. So yeah, to slaughter them. it was for a Wired article I commented uh, where they're talking about uh, a startup making meat out of the air, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like carbon Pro- proteins extracted from the. What, the carbon? CO2 the, in the air. It's like, it's all the around. They're like, we got everything figured out, guys. Just just believe in this. You know? You just, all the, to... you just need a little hydrogen, right? Because air is car- carbon carbon right. dioxide mm-hmm. and it's nitrogen and it's uh, argon and stuff. But yeah, then you just need a little, little hydrogen. Make it work. Maybe a little water. Yeah. So, you know, it seems like a cool idea, but I looked at the comments and like every single one of them was like, Wired's jump the shark. Um, like, I will never eat fake meat. <laughs> like people were like fucking going. Like never shit. eat fake meat as in fake lab grown meat, but they'll eat meat alternatives, right? Like plant, I don't know. plant-based meat or I don't something. I don't know about these people. Who knows? They're all um, wired. They're all wearing a wire. Stop reporting on tech you can't try yourself as if it exists. 
This um, is in response to you, though, right? No, there's yeah. other things. But anyways, what I said, <laughs> uh, and I got two comments on it, one that turned into a chain. This is there's going to be like a feature that's going to enable downvotes. So that's when Scott stops using Twitter. But for now, he gets all the like this has two hearts on it. Yeah, I did good. It's got eight likes. Three thousand people read this and two hearts, baby. The quote, the quote tweets on me are like terrible. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. And dude obviously has feces for brains. (laughs) But uh, this is what I said. The comments here are ridiculous. People think raising meat in a factory full of feces and rotting blood is worth clinging to because they can't imagine progress in science. Signed and dated February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> that was happy birthday. birthday, Ian, too. Yeah, happy nice. birthday, Ian. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I got into a little debate with a, a man from Africa who was like, Look, in Africa, how do you know he's from, oh, good. I was going to say, how do you know he's from Africa? Because <laughs> he said it. <laughs> he says, I eat meat from Africa. Yeah, it was like it a cultural good. difference thing, he thought. There's no GMOs. Yeah. And I was just like, technically, all livestock is a crazy This guy's trying to be bougie about Africa. Like, yeah, in Africa, everything's all natural. We don't fuck with anything. Yeah. Like, it's so much better than the U.S. Like, I have a privilege to live in Africa. I guess. You Which know, is like the reverse of whatever anybody else talk about Africa. I suppose, you know, you know, but um, not to say there's not nice parts of Africa. Everybody's got good places and bad places, but sure. How's your space program, Africa? Huh? Jesus. Yeah, that's right. That's right. America. Fuck yeah. Oh, my. So anyways, basically, um, that was just how the conversation went. And the other other comment was asked if I was a supervillain. I like that comment. That was- <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought it was interesting because I was like, I, I I don't do much on Twitter. I follow mm-hmm. people, but I don't interact very much. But I do get updates on you regularly, <laughs> your activity specifically. Nice. Because I think it real Twitter they realize like you're my friend on Twitter and not just somebody I follow. Somehow it knows, and it's like sends me all of your tweets. And so right. sometimes I'll click on it like, what's Scott? Who's Scott arguing arguing with today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of following. Like, oh, this one actually went pretty good. <laughs> it seemed like the guy was like, yeah, you're like, I'm not, I'm not always a asshole for no reason or something. <laughs> I don't remember what you said, but it was, it was good. You we guys, we it, reached a kind of understanding where, right. where like we, we recognize that agriculture and human history is like the practice of taking animals and like basically turning like raging bulls into pugs, mm-hmm. you know? And then like, that's not natural. And like all the all the things that we make them do, and the fact that chickens are like it like just fat blobs <laughs> that can't do anything but like like look around. Mm-hmm. Well, we do the same uh, thing with our vegetables and produce, though. Too, right. we also have made it exactly how we need it to be, yeah. so it doesn't have so many seeds, and that they're mm-hmm. bigger and and look nothing like their wild components. So yeah. So the overall point being that uh, it's silly to be like, oh, lab grown meat that's disgusting and very liberal. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, look, everything is lab grown. The entire earth is our laboratory. We've scarred it and burned it. And we have turned it into a mecca for people trying to launch into the Mars space and become their own colonizers, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, stop giving me this is not natural bullshit and get on board. Eat the fake meat. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever kind of fake meat makes you happy, don't... Shit on other people for enjoying their fake meat. Yeah. I can't wait until they clone yeah. like human meat. 
Now that's going to be controversial. <laughs> I eat the shit out of that. Yeah. <laughs> like it's never been a person. It's just this lab grown stuff. Well, it would like, be if they have to start with some cell. It has to be a, but it has to be like, I don't know who, who, who would be the best prototypical, like first person to clone their cells to eat the person. Who would be the tastiest motherfucker? <laughs> you should be able to eat yourself, right? Clone yeah, yourself. That's probably yourself. that's probably what would happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I yeah. think we've talked about this before, but you have specifically, but um that would have be I? a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about cannibalism. It pops okay. up every now and then. The very first episode was in cannibalism, but you guys every now and then you touch on it. That wasn't cannibalism, that was necrophilia. Stop fucking like trying to make us look shocking. Yeah, but it's the same concept as like, you know, it's your body, your your choice. Yeah. But not specifically about that. Yeah, I can see. I can see the same reasoning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but like so, but is it your body if you clone yourself? Yeah. You know, is your clone your body? Mm-hmm. You know, if it's sentient, I guess is the yeah. test. Yeah. Give it the Turing test. And make it hard. He <laughs> goes like a little Turing test that you do. You like a little get your little, you know, um, what do they call those, you know, blue apron or your Hello Fresh meal. And it's like it's like there's the the Indixon meal. It's like it's the eat yourself meal. Yeah. And you're like, you do a little like a little test packet, like a little Turing test here. Oh, oh, nope, not sentient. It's good. It's kosher. I can eat it. Yep. That's that yeah, little little like those little thermo guns that they shoot at you. Mm-hmm. Like uh I'll be at the grocery store just hitting everybody up. So <laughs> so before you sign up for HelloFresh, you gotta do like the uh Ancestry.com. Do the swab. It's all coming send together. Send it in, and then they send you your your meat. Yeah, I just did that you a little know, while ago. I got my results yeah. like a couple weeks ago. Took forever to come in, but yeah. there we go. Right. Now I can use it for HelloFresh. I'll sync it up. Integration. Like, like, I know. I know for a fact my ass is tender. <laughs> you can request, like, I want the ass of myself. Just clone 50 ass. <laughs> But not your brain, because that's the name from feces. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So that's been that's been that's been bat nipples. Uh, oh, how do we get there? Yeah, it turns out this is Boston. It was a good idea to become spicy yeah. boy, Charles. Does that make us the dumb fucks? You're a dumb fuck. You guys, uh, were, we didn't know. You guys were shitting on <laughs> the name. I never contributed to that dumb fuck talk. Mm-hmm. That's true. You're you're innocent of this. What yeah. was your what was your opinion when you heard the, the news that he became Spicy Boy Charles? Did you weep? I <laughs> I wept. I thought actually what's funny was he was talking about how he moved away from the master thing to be like less sexy, but I thought spicy specifically was like alluding to sex. I don't think that's what the illusion. <laughs> like no no no, but like without no. hearing it when I just saw like oh, okay. on Discord no, that no. it popped up as he's Spicy Boy, I'm like oh. He's trying to spice it up a little bit. I was like, mm-hmm. what is he an OnlyFans account now or something? And the whole point was he was like getting away from the the master thing to be sexual. But I thought of sexual mm. stuff when I saw no, Spicy Boy. The master thing wasn't sexual and that wasn't the problem. If he was just being a Dom on the internet, he would totally be that's probably where it came from. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I thought like, that's where he was getting no, away from like call me master. It's, it's getting away. Well, I want you to call me master. Okay, yeah. I want that, you to call me master. That clip, you're right. That's sexual. But uh he was getting away from the fact he sounded like a slave owner. Slave owner. I know, I know, I know. I know. But that's the whole thing. It's like there's multiple versions of master, but right. Mm. But that's that's what he the was master debate. It is master debate. Should you? It's a big computer thing too. Like they've got master drives and slave drives, just in mm-hmm. the jargon mm-hmm. of yeah. how computer science works. And they're just like, wait a minute. Same thing with like audio. Like when we do setups for my brother's company, where we. 
we do everything. We set up all the stuff, and it's like the 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 lighting and stuff Just is it's, call it's it queens and drones it's or called something. Slave yeah. mode. You put it in slave <laughs> mode, and it responds back. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a good, good segue for B news. Yeah, it is. Let's just do it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck the other ad. What? We have another ad? <laughs> the other. Oh, the other email bag? The other email bag, I mean, yeah. Yeah, fuck that bag. Fuck that email bag. Being news. Being news. Being news. Being news. All right, so Ian and I already discussed a bit of this news, but it'll be good to get... Uh, Sneaky's opinions on things yeah. and stuff like that. So, uh, uh, do do you remember details no. <laughs> about these things? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, there's one. There was a heist. I that was the one I remember. Okay, here sort we go. Vaguely. So there's the supermarket chain that produces its own honey, and recently these guys pulled up in trucks and they stole sixty thousand bees from. Their hive operation. Reminds me of that story. Did we do a story about like the truck full of bees that was like stolen? That wasn't stolen. That just that had was, an accident. It crashed. Oh, it just crashed. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It quote unquote crashed. Okay, yeah. it was a heist, man. Yeah, it was a bee heist. Maybe the bees crashed it themselves to escape. That yeah. would be cool. But uh, no, that was just that was just innocent uh, muckery and fuck uppery. Okay. This this is straight wow. up. Breaking the rules. We got some bad boys in leather jackets stealing Breaking some bad boys. leather fucking beehives. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. <laughs> oh, beehive. You know, so we got these bad boys and they and they're stealing sixty thousand bees. How much what kind of what kind of hauling power do you think you need for sixty thousand bees? Did we look up before like how many bees are in a hive? So isn't a lot? Were you, was he on the pod? Maybe. We did because we like looked up how many bees because it was like how many yeah. millions of bees. And we're like, yeah, I think sixty thousand is actually not that much. It's like, it's two, like a lot, two, two or three hives. hives. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, how many bees in a hive? Uh, Twenty and eighty thousand bees. So it could have been a single, a single hive. <laughs> <laughs> what a heist! Between one and three. Yeah, it's 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 just like a Start box small. behind the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the plan. <laughs> we're gonna heist this shit, the shit out of this single colony of bees. Colony? The, is that the right word? Hive colony. Sure. Yeah. Sure. 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 It's not like a queendom. Could it be a queen. Could queendom? be a queendom. I think every hive has a queen. So it's technically right. matriarchal. Yeah. Uh matriarchal monarchy. Are we gonna like one day just be like kind of like the ant the ant the ants online for the Tom Steve Dave where there's ants and there's just gonna be like fucking bees? <laughs> like the bees of Scott Cass. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have That's, the bee stings out there. Yeah. I was thinking the beasts um, instead the beasts. of setting myself on fire for the, everything is terrible. It would be rad if we had like Swarm of bees. A, a bee costume ready. Ooh. I don't oh. think we can make it happen. I thought you were going to cover though. yourself in bees like you guys talked about. Cock a bee beard. <laughs> <laughs> Shave up. We'll bee beard you. Yeah. And you show up <laughs> with this giant inverted cross and a, like a face full of bees being like, like is, that we beard, love you. is that beard moving? <laughs> And you don't even have to kick them in the nuts at that point. Yeah. That's a spe- that's a psychological kick in the nuts. I wonder if it'd be easier or harder to be beard with a mask on. That's a good point. Well, maybe you don't even need to because all the bees are breathing right. the air before it gets to you. Yeah. You yeah. Know? They're like a N95 <laughs> bee mask. Yeah. Right. 
you know? So like, they, they, I mean, it's better than a mask because they're sucking in, right? <laughs> they're processing, their little livers are doing all the viral damage mm -hmm. and they're spitting it out, mm -hmm. right? It's like a superpower, man. Science. Science. Yeah. Would you, how so many anyway. thousands, of, I mean, how many bees could you fit on your face? So 60,000, would you steal a <laughs> <laughs> What are you using these bees for? I just need it for one job. This, I'll bring them back. <laughs> just enough for a small cadre of people to have bee, bee beards. Right. I would I would be beard with Ian uh for this for this event. We'll look up bee bearders. And if you know a bee bearder, write us write us in. I know you're listening now. It, it could be be in with Ian. Be it with be Ian! In with Holy Ian. crap! Duh. Yes! The, the Ian with Ian sound effect, but be in oh. with Bean. Extended applause. So people don't know Ian with Ian is a thing. And be in with Bean. Bean with Ian is now a thing. Right? Okay, so <laughs> it's for our new listeners out there yeah uh we yeah we do have a long running uh little skit where ian goes out in public and he notices someone uh high off their ass on ecstasy and then he follows them around asks them questions because they're on e because they're on e they're ian and uh yeah we we like to it's been harder to do that with the pandemic situation <laughs> yeah <laughs> well less Ian with Ian in the pandemic. Right. Being with being being with Ian. We should go to like an ecstasy den. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we don't have to take ecstasy. I don't want to want to take ecstasy. Uh, oh, it would be because... a B and E. Because you go in there <laughs> with your B's and you do some E. That's too much. B and E. We gotta do one Break and at enter. a time. <laughs> um I forgot what I was going to say. 60,000. Oh, wait. Yeah, we got to go into an ecstasy den where there's everybody's like on the on the mattresses injecting ecstasy. And <laughs> <laughs> OK, we got to record ourselves. Where are you going with this? Cat? Where are you going with this? We won't take it because I heard when you take ecstasy, you get a real bad headache. Oh, that's a It'll bummer. Dehydrate you. Yeah, I don't like to be dehydrated. You die yeah. from dehydration. I hate being dehydrated. I'll drink. I'll drink five of those liter sparkling waters a day they'll just give some athletic greens and do some ecstasy what, what yeah else, what's the worst that could happen stay hydrated can you microdose uh, ecstasy in your athletic greens yes <laughs> yes that's that, that special that's, 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 the, that's that special little package that you get there or they get little drops that you put uh, in no wonder I, I gave those away and that was vitamin really d that's just good <laughs> oh it's vitamin e yeah Yo. and it's not a vitamin it's just e it's just e turns like, out i just ordered a bunch of e <laughs> you get the vitamin e <laughs> athletic greens e yeah <laughs> So also not cleared by the FDA. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the B news, I suppose. Fuck me, fuck yeah. Um, there's not much else B news wise, I think that I that I wrote down, unless we had something in the Discord. But wait, what was how was the how did the heist happen? Like what was what's the rest of the story? They got where were they stole? Where they were they just, stolen from though? Somebody is sixty thousand bees richer. <laughs> What if they got some kind of Bitcoin yeah. bee coin or this, something? This grocery store just like to... owned a field where they okay. like <laughs> had their their honey operation. So they just all the honey Somebody in the store just showed up and took their shit. All yeah. the honey was made that was made in the store was extracted directly right. from the back. Yeah, 
I, I will say, well, it's like I, I'm sure they had like other brands of honey, but it was like the store brand honey. Like was you want to like buy legit. their bullshit, or you yeah. want to buy our bees. Yeah, because you want to buy honey locally because that has all the wildflowers and shit. Yeah, so that you don't have to take Claritin D anymore. But they still probably have Claritin D in the grocery store. Oh, they'll sell that. I'll sell whatever. They're like, you won't need Mm. this if you buy this. Right. It's all a scam. Grocery store. Big grocery store. You know what the name of that uh, parent company of that grocery store was? Giant Company. (laughs) Wow. So when they first started that company, they were like, we're going to be big, baby. We're going to be big. (laughs) Just for that name. Yeah. Like you deserve to have someone else own your bees. Right. A big giant company with the one box out back. <laughs> Complaining. Giant collection of bees. Putting out 60, press releases 000. like it was a big deal. <laughs> really got me into that. I mean, kudos on you for getting the clicks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh no, that's that's one big that is one big pile of shit. Yeah. Um so that's the bee news for today. But we gotta get through this. I mean, we got so much more news. God damn. I'm ready for it. You ready for it? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just limbering up. I'm ready. We're going to be needing you on this one. Really? Yeah. Me? And you. Space news. I know I'm clueless with this. All I know is that there's a parallel universe, and I'm going to go to it, and I'm going to kick my own ass. (laughs) I'm going to eat it. (laughs) Is that that parallel universe where you're nice to me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so um this sounds is, like a nice place how do we get there <laughs> yeah but david's mean to me so I don't scott's know kicking his out. own ass there's <laughs> <laughs> another scott somehow there's two scots one of them is fighting the other but the laws of physics uh demand that we cannot see through a black hole's event horizon you guys agree with me so far yes sure all right it is fundamentally impenetrable just like your mom. God, she will not. Anyway. <laughs> that information was clearly not lost. Yeah, I know light, light can't escape uh, the black hole. Apparently. That was the exact next she sentence. She can't see it. Even light cannot escape the mm-hmm. black hole. That's why you said you can't see past it. You can't see it if there's no light to see. Right. But guess what, guys? In a new study, a physicist from none other than the University of Michigan. Like, you know, props for being local. Ann Arbor, motherfucker. <laughs> we're going to kidnap this guy, and we're going to get him to build us a machine so I can go to this black hole and kick my own ass. <laughs> yeah. I am so psyched. That was you going to lead with when you tell him? Like, listen, I need to kick my own ass. Now I'm going to lead with a paper bag and a ball gag. Damn, damn. I'm going to drag him out to the same Why van I stole that hive fin. What's wrong, with, <laughs> what's wrong with a little old-fashioned chloroform? Why is the, the gag with the ball? Jeez. I don't want him woozy when he's building a time machine. What if he's into it? That, jeez, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if he's into it, good. You know, it just makes mm, everything you, easier. You never know. So this man from the University of Michigan says, fuck that. His findings help solve one of science's most challenging problems. None other than linking space-time shit to particle physics shit. Mm-hmm. So he feels like by understanding that event horizon, that you understand that something, and eventually he said, there's a hologram and that we are it. Yeah. And therefore there's another universe where I am at, where I can kick my own ass once I get there. 
I've heard the holographic universe theory before that mm-hmm. everything is kind of existing on two dimensional planes projected in a 3d hologram for us and that we just perceive everything in three dimensions mm-hmm. so maybe that's what he's talking about with the quantum realm being uh just the 3d hologram that we don't understand because it's like actually 2d and things pop it in out of existence because it's on another dimension which should make it the multiverse theory plausible or maybe the fact that our our universe is like a pocket in the fabric of space-time and there's other pockets that are also the same universes that all can interact with each other in certain ways mm. but i don't get why he's tying to this to the black hole well in the study like it's a portal to another universe he said connection something something scott people the, <laughs> give me the deets i'm sure there's more to the story besides like black hole shit mixes with quantum <laughs> theory shit I, anyways i said <laughs> Particle theory shit mixes with Einstein shit, which is string theory, I think. Isn't it? Isn't that what the thing is where you link the two fundamental physics stuff? That's the problem that everybody's trying to solve is the yeah. well, it, you figure it, it out. You need to take the quantum physics and 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 you gotta make that congruent with the regular physics of like the physics of the big and the physics of the small are different right now. There's like quantum <laughs> physics and then there's like Newtonian physics, Einsteinian, you know, space-time physics, but they don't, what is it called? Agree. There's an agreement between, there's a word for it, but they don't agree with each other. Okay, so this is what it says. Um, The idea that the universe is a hologram has been misinterpreted as the theoretical physics equivalent of Plato's cave, uh, the ancient allegory, uh, like the Matrix. I think we talked about Plato's cave a little bit Mm -hmm. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Recently. Plato's Cave. I think yeah. it was like in the last few episodes we were talking about the dancing shadows. Yeah, I think I remember we talked about that and and like I came to the conclusion that once I get out of Plato's Cave, I'm going to find my twin in the other cave and kick, kick his, his ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. These caves are just universes and we're all just waiting for the next beaten. So, it's always about self-destruction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in to Plato's Cave Throwdown. Okay, so here's what it's here, here's what it means by what it what he means by holographic. Look at Scott looking up the actual verifying the source here, so we can get a little insight into the space news. Right, I'm trying. It's on news.com. Remember the time when you we played that game where you said there's this thing out there and it's kind of like a there, there's this thing and they don't know what it is and talk about it. Space news, go go. <laughs> and you're like, okay, <laughs> you gamified oh, it. Space is complicated. Honestly, it works very well <laughs> to do a segment like that. I don't have to do any research. You've already done it. You just spell it out. We call it Space News. Do a little Matthew McConaughey impersonation. There you go. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so here we go. But the theory, formerly known as holographic duality, ooh, is actually a mathematical model that reconciles these con- this conundrum between general relativity, where there are no particles, and then just space-time, and then standard model of particle physics, which which has particles in it because it says it in the name. So connecting the two different theories is a long-standing issue in physics, and holographic duality suggests that the theory of gravity and the theory of particles are actually mathematically equivalent. Does that mean something to you guys? Mathematically they, equivalent. They've been looking for like a gravity particle for a while. I know that. So they're trying to rectify that, that there's some property of gravity that can be quantified in a particle. 
like a, uh, not a Gravitron. Uh, yeah, I know they're trying to do that. I'm not sure how this is all relating to the black hole yet. But I mean, gra- there's a lot of gravity in the black hole, so maybe that's tying into this somehow. So here we go. Black holes are a valuable object for the sake of reconciling these theories. They're so dense that they warp 3D's time, but we observe them because of their mathematical connection to particles because they keep sucking shit in. Into a singularity. Yes, where there's an evil twin, Scott. See, that's the thing, though, is like they just don't know what lies on the other end. So it's kind of like, I don't know, if you really take space time and you really mess with it, then it connects you to another universe. I wonder if this Okay, so because of these matrices, oh, because these matrices <laughs> are one possible representation for a special type of black hole, if we know how the matrices are arranged and what their properties are, we can know, for example, that there's an evil twin in the black hole that Scott needs to kill, says <laughs> Dr. Rinaldi. Like wow, this guy's really getting specific. Yeah. That's that special relativity. Yeah. Relativity. So that's space news for you. You know, I'm officially a fan of space. Mm-hmm. So like you're a fan of black holes? I love a black hole. You mean that black holes? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I will, I will be in a black hole, hole all get, night. Get that, get that hole. By the way, my I've been doing the Jeff Goldblum laugh with Amy recently. And it's like, I'm starting to like laugh like him. <laughs> So like how do you how do you like present this? Did you tell her that you were specifically trying to change your I, rap? I, I showed her that like that song that somebody made of like Jeff Goldblum's laugh and they made it into like a rap. Or is it like <laughs> they made it into like a rap and I was like, Yeah, it's Jeff Goldblum's laugh, you know. And I was like, yeah, you can kind of like, if over time you can kind of shape your laugh a little bit, where you're just kind of like, like laughing. <laughs> you can just kind of make it that way over time, make it so. So um, when she told me I started doing it, when, like in various scenarios, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh God, becoming Jeff. But no, no, she didn't tell you. You knew you were doing this. You, you're doing no. it on purpose. Well, I was, but then at a certain point, it just becomes like a habit. But yeah, you said that was the point, though. That was the point, is to like reach that point where. You just are doing it mm. just to do it. And you're, you're not trying to do it. It's just now become a part of you. I need to know when you've actually deployed these Jeff Goldblum laughs. If you've listened to the Scottcast and heard I one, think it's because like I, I kept on doing it on purpose around her. And then now I'm like, I think I'm doing it just because you I'm just around her. It's by association, it. yeah. but only when she's around. Okay. I like you could bring out the best in me. You bring out the Jeff in me. And it sounds, that sounds like such a great thing to be around all the time. Ronald and I watched an obscure Jeff Goldblum thing today, actually. What'd you guys watch? Uh, there was a, I guess it was a children's television show called uh, Fairy Tale Theater. And Shelley Duvall uh, kind of hosted. It was like back in the 80s. Okay. Um, but Jeff Goldblum was the Big Bad Wolf in The Three Little Pigs. <laughs> he was both of them? <laughs> in, in The Three Little Pigs story, house. he was the Big Bad Wolf. Oh, okay. Um. And it's quite a watch if you care to view. It's uh, available on YouTube. Oh yeah, you should check it out. It's uh, <laughs> it's like for children, but it's like, oh, this is kind of creepy and shouldn't be mm. for children. <laughs> Fairly alarmed here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Jeff Goldblum is. What are the children? I thought it was about pigs. The the 
series was developed for kids. Uh, oh, four children. Right. I meant number one, two, three, four children. Yeah. Three pigs. Ah, okay. I thought you were just quantifying four. how many children were. Four in children this. to view. Yeah, it's four children. Just like Jeff Goldblum start the three little pigs story like I've I've got a theory to alleviate all the suffering in the world. <laughs> I need to murder every fucking animal. <laughs> no, that's you. That's you, bro. <laughs> No, there was a part of the story where he's like talking about how he's going to chew on someone's face, though. It was pretty good. Yeah. You should get a clip for your soundboard. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to chew on your face. <laughs> Did he sound the same in the 80s as he does? Yeah. So, so like, there's no real acting. It's in definitely Jeff Goldblum. Jeff, Jurassic Park. Dr- Jeff Park. <laughs> um, in, in Jurassic Park, when he's like being Dr. Ian Malcolm, it's not really that he's being Ian Malcolm. It says he's just being himself. Yeah. Basically, the Doctor Ian Malcolm in the in the books is way different. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like nothing like that. <laughs> he's an actual doctor who specializes in chaos theory, not like just button button in his shirt and just being Mister Goldblum. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, we got some news coming up here. You know, imagine you were in your fucking cozy cabin. Mm-hmm. You know, like I asked you guys how much firepower you think stealing a hive took, how much hauling power. But imagine you're watching this Jeff Goldblum children's show in your cabin up north, and then all of a sudden you look outside and 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 everything's moving. Like you're going down the road. That's what happened, except that there was nobody inside the cabin. Someone just up and stole a guy's cabin. I'm glad nobody was in it when he stole the cabin. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, you're just like, what the hell's going on? You're just watching some TV, and next thing you know, you're like, oh, is that an earthquake? Yeah. No, it's our whole house being stolen. That's right. You know, I've I've advertised uh, some of those cabins before. Mm-hmm. Nobody's bought them. So it wasn't a Scott Castigator. I, if it was, I would have known, because Amazon would have sent me a fat check. Yeah. You know, affiliate link, affiliate link on bro. that log cabin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lincoln logs, motherfucker. Uh, Amazon affiliate Lincoln logs. Yeah, yeah. We're stacking, we're stacking paper. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and with all this drinking, I'm not doing like all the ad revenue is coming in like fast. It's coming in hard because I'm not just like taking it to the liquor store before I divvy it up with Ian. Damn. You're reinvesting. That's why he hasn't gotten paid yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, I get a cut. We get cuts? Oh, oh, well, sorry. You get the cuts after the booze. It's in your contract. It's it's, it's part of the operating expense. <laughs> it's a business expense. Yeah. You know, so. And business was good this year. Business was good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, would you guys steal a cabin? So how did they find out it was stolen? Like, first of all, well, what it's happened? Gone. Story? <laughs> I know. But like, so it's just gone and they're like, we assume it's someone. You're just assuming someone stole it. I'm assuming it's one of these like Amazon cabins where it's not like foundationed into the ground. Uh, yeah. It's like a tiny home. And what if it was I like thought the, you were gonna say it was like that Jeff Bezos because he had to get his yacht through. <laughs> uh, <laughs> assume it's one of these Amazon things where Jeff Bezos just got a fucking Tear your house down. To- Look, I don't even know how I got in the Great Lakes, <laughs> but I need to cut through the mitten. I've got a meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> clear the swath, this path I need to cross. Make sure everything is clear. No, I like that cabin. I'm going to keep it. Keep it in my... <laughs> 
pocket. It fits in my bathroom. It's cute. Yeah. This way I can uh, look at the log cabin while I'm laying logs. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I'm Jeff Bezos. What is this dwelling? It looks like where the pores would live. (laughs) Oh, I'll put my beehive in it. (laughs) I need to have a good laugh while I'm taking a shit. May as well just be literally shitting on the pore. I'm going to hire Jeff Goldblum to take a shit in my cabin. (laughs) (laughs) So the people that own this house were like, hey, what happened to our house? Is that how it happened? I imagine. I didn't read the article. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm wondering. It's like, it's fascinating. That's what the main thing I wanted to know is like, well, I think I did click on this article link because I think you shared it and there was no information about it. And I was upset Mm. Yeah, because it was a little blurb. And there was no actual like. That's why journalism. I didn't check it because you commented like, there, "There's nothing here." There was a no no journalism done. It was like, why, who, when, where, how? Like, there's nothing. Isn't that the first thing in journal? Who, what, where, when, and how? What happened? Who did it? How do they do it? What's going on? A cabin was stolen. Enough said. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Your house could be next. I hope someone just <laughs> moved it next on Fox, like a hundred <laughs> yards. Right? Just hide it. <laughs> Cover in leaves. Yeah. Where'd it go? No, that's what they did. They just covered it in leaves. They didn't yeah. even move it. They're yep. just like, where'd it go? It was stolen. Then you, claim, just a giant you claim it. You claim this it was stolen on your taxes the next year. You'd be like, yep, lost my house. And they're like, oh, they found it. Great. Well, I want to report that on your taxes next year. Yeah. It's all about taxes. Yeah, yeah, it's probably what it is. It's a tax scheme. Yeah, you know. Oh, I lost my house. What? Well, you did. You lost a house. Oh, that's crazy. Here's all these programs available for people who lose houses. Mm. What do you mean you, you can't find it? <laughs> <laughs> why burn your house down and claim the insurance fraud? Like the why do uh, arson when you can just cover it in leaves? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. So if you guys if you guys need a scheme, and I'm down with it, you know, I'll I'll bring a truck. I'll put it in my nitro. I've got ratchet straps. If you want to hide your house for insurance purposes. Hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your house. We'll put them all in there. Nobody's safe now. And we'll, we'll cover it some leaves a few feet away. Yeah. You know, we've got the technology. What if you go underground with it? We could we could bury it. Scottcast City. We'll bury a prime, house Prime it. real estate. Yeah. That's probably how we should start Scottcast City is dig a giant hole, mm-hmm. put in a tiny home, cover it with dirt. Put like a snorkel in. Okay. Boom. Prototype Scottcast City. I'm buying a tiny home. You are buying a tiny home. We just mm. have to we just have to sink it. <laughs> now we just need a hole. Yeah. That's always the question though, is do you own the land underneath your house? Do you? You got that uh clarified? Do you have mineral rights? Like uh, what if somebody just burrowed underneath your house? Like they have this advanced that's Scott what we were city, talking about. And yeah. Yeah. yeah so city, so if, that's the thing is like if there's this giant city under everybody's houses, do you own that land under their house? Mm-hmm. I like the idea of Ian becoming a landowner and then like a week later also becoming an oil baron. <laughs> <laughs> an just oil the fastest baron? transformation in human history. <laughs> Why? Because he becomes a real estate tycoon or something. He's got mineral rights and he digs for for the hole and then uh, he strikes mm-hmm. oil uh, Beverly Hillbilly style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, is that what happened in that show? That's how they became rich in the show. Mm-hmm. I never watched the show. You never. No. He Bubbling was like crude, hunting okay. rodents or something, and he shoots the ground and just all oil, oil, oil <laughs> shoots That's all out. it takes, huh? 
Oh, that's pretty surprising. It was Nobody real low lying. <laughs> that sounds hazardous, yeah. right? It's more of a marsh of oil. <laughs> I would be like, I think the first thing that would happen is like they just um, seize the land as a government thing. Like, oh, this is dangerous. I'm sure they would. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you don't get your land. Turns out Beverly Hillbillies is not realistic. <laughs> the science in fiction. There you go. <laughs> that's a good episode for science and fiction. Fracking, I think, is what that. That's what the guy did. He's like, shot the ground yeah. fracking. I found oil. What the frack? What the frack? You know what Jeff Bezos has also been doing? He's hired a guy to stop death itself. Oh, for him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's got, like, got the opposite attitude of killing every animal to alleviate suffering. He's like, we're going to prolong suffering for as many creatures as possible. <laughs> I don't think he cares about selling the... It's not the lifespan of the animals that he's worried about because they just kill them. You know? I mean, I'm sure like out. once the technology gets out of there... You don't want like, old... Cat, like, let's make sure our pigs live 30 times longer. Like, you're going to so, have like a bottle of life-lasting like pills and like you're going to... It's going to be little blue pills and you're going to be like, which one's which one? You know, I'll take both. And... And, and you're going to spill it one day and your cat's going to eat it. And this cat's going to live for 140 years with a boner. Whoa. <laughs> so it's Viagra mixed with, that's the technology is they invest in Viagra and figure out how to make you, they can make your boner live longer and they're making you live longer. I mean, it turns to, out as long as you have a boner, you can't die yeah. from natural causes. I imagine the scientist he hired is going to try to put it into a form that Jeff Bezos is familiar with. Mm. <laughs> He's familiar with having a Viagra every day. I imagine, you know, if I was the richest man in the world, I would have the best Viagra in the world. Like, like it like turns you into like a sailboat. You like put your sheets on your dick, and you float in the on your back, because and you, you don't have even such need a large a mask. <laughs> Actually, what is that the, is why that bridge going? was moved. Is because he was <laughs> doing the backstroke. He's got that big dick energy. <laughs> he can't fig his big boner through the straight for the. <laughs> Fake news, everybody. That wasn't a yacht. That was his dick. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. All those people trying to try to shame him. When it <laughs> Definitely is that, it big, wasn't that planned. big yacht energy. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, would you guys take a pill to stop your death? No. Like, what if it was like, you know, here's five more years. Here's five more years. We've talked about this, Scott. We have? Mm-hmm. Did I say it, in- it was the same answers as before. Ian said no. I said yeah, and then I said as long as because uh, you still die, mm-hmm. you still get hit by a car, but you just prolong your aging processes. I guess. Well, all right. Jeff like, Bezos. Would you be immortal? No, but would you take? Would you extend your life? Yes, that's what I would do. All right, Jeff Bezos, just just investing in something that that no one would buy again. One time. No, that's what you do is you sell a pill where you got to keep on dosing it and then you just get recurring revenue from people who don't die. It's a perfect subscription model. Right. And then you're the wizened baron up in, up on the hill. He who has the most pills lives the longest. I would be a wizened baron. Battle of the pills. What? I would be a wizened What the fuck is a wizened? Baron? It's like a wizard, but like you're wiser. Long wizened? Beard. That seems like a good grift. Yeah. Like a Ponzi like, scheme. This this pill will help you live five years longer. And you just sell a bunch. And then they're like, Well, all these fucking people died. And you're like, Well, he got hit by a car. Like it doesn't stop yeah. you from getting hit by a car. But if, otherwise, 
You're just fine. Make, make sure those people die a early death. <laughs> <laughs> the hitman's in on it. <laughs> He's driving around, nailing people left and right, swerving left and right with his car. He just looks, you see the, the person with the blue pill, just right. run them down. Yeah. If they have a boner and they're walking down the street, <laughs> go after them. <laughs> That's the telltale sign. It's got 100% efficacy for uh, reducing. Death by natural causes. Yeah, because you die. <laughs> we'll make sure you die by non-natural causes. I would love that. Yeah. I would uh I would take that. <laughs> nice. You know, I would take that, especially knowing Jeff Bezos was gonna be coming after me. It'd be funny because you're guaranteeing your death when you're trying to take something that extends your life. You're literally shortening it by taking it. <laughs> the beautiful irony of it, Ian. It's beautiful. I love it. So uh with that said, I would take that pill. I'll meet Jeff Bezos head on. Nah. <laughs> wow. One of us would survive. It's head to head. You head both head. had your blue pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you guys seen the new Jurassic Park trailer? Yes. Yeah. Fuck yes. This came out during the Super Bowl ads. Came out before that, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, popular. So many dinosaurs. I'm so pleased with the direction this film's going. I never saw the last one, so it's kind of a spoiler seeing this trailer. I'm like, ah, I guess that's what happens in. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens Fawn, when you wait Fawn, five years. Fawn Kingdom. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> I was like, guess all the animal, all the dinosaurs get out, and but I kind of knew that because we were talking about the Camp Cretaceous stuff, and I think that was like a little mini series that was talking about like what if dinosaurs existed out in the wild, just outside the park. Nope, uh, that's just uh, a summer camp that happens during Jurassic World. That's <laughs> Jurassic World. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you made that one up yourself. You were like, "That's a dumb storyline. I'm going to give it a better one." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck those people. <laughs> but I'm excited. There is Xenosaurus. Feathered dinosaurs. We got a Quetzalcoatlus. That's a giant giraffe bird. Fuck yes. Nice. Yeah. I would be, I would love. Got the original three characters are reunited. Oh, right. Sam Neill himself. Mm -hmm. Laura Dern. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. You know? <laughs> sadly, uh, sadly, uh, Mr. Hammond passed away. Mm -hmm. You know, like 20 years ago. You think they're gonna like deep fake him in that'd be great wow <laughs> like like he he shows up and he's just as big as the t-rex and <laughs> he's got a stick he's beating him with the stick <laughs> it's like uh i'm on my way around the kitchen i'll get him yeah yeah because yeah, he's whipping up a can of whoop ass i guarantee it <laughs> <laughs> I love giant like uh, kaiju Don Hammond. <laughs> nice. That might be my favorite uh, <laughs> character in Jurassic Park now. Doesn't even exist for real. Kaiju John Hammond. <laughs> and that's the episode title. I've just decided. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, Make it happen. Right. So what's so exciting about this movie besides the hypothetical scenario where you see a kaiju? Oh, John Hammond. I mean, Hammond. look, the way I rate Jurassic Park movies is, is it Jurassic Park? Yes, 10 out of 10. Well, of course. Is it Jurassic Park? No. Is it one of the sequels? 
Yes. Does it have dinosaurs? Yes. Is there one without dinosaurs in it? (laughs) The Camp Cretaceous not have dinosaurs in it? No, it has dinosaurs. Well, there you go. Yeah. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. So what's the what's the plot here? The all the dinos, like what? I I don't know. I don't don't tell me exactly what happened, but I'm guessing like the the island blew up, but the plant the dinos got out, right? The dinos clearly got out. So now it's like everywhere has got dinos. That's exactly the plot of Fallen Kingdom. So like, what's the fucking thing that's wrong? There's dinosaurs everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> but like that seems like a lot of stories rather than just one. They're gonna make us. They're gonna make more movies and series. And they're gonna keep this thing going mm-hmm. until I am done spending money. Until it's like Fast and the Furious, where the dinos are in space now. Like as soon as that doctor from University of Michigan sends me to the black hole to kill my evil twin, the Jurassic Park franchise is gonna be like, well, okay, we're done. <laughs> Put a knot in it. Mm-hmm. Our customer base is in a black hole. Kick it its own ass. <laughs> <laughs> No worry if he's going to come back. So, I mean, we're getting towards the end here, you know? And it's, we have one thing we kind of say, and we kind of ask ourselves, you know? Hold on to your butts. What did we learn today? Yeah. What you, did we learn something today? Was it a enlightening episode? I learned uh, something about space, I'm pretty sure. The duality. <laughs> And that there's we're working 100% on space theories. We're working on them space theories, but we don't really have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. Well, look, there's a few things we haven't figured out. Like, what are we going to feed the professor in my basement? You know, we got to figure that out. We got to figure out, like, should I let him upstairs or use the toilet or should I give him a bucket while he's building me this machine that will send me Oh, the space? Ann Arbor guy that you're abducting? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, we gotta gotta figure out all that stuff. Sure, you know, I want to be humane. Mm-hmm. I feel like the best intellectual work happens when people are cozy. Yeah, you know, so I might give them Cade's room at Sneaky D's place. Yeah, we learned that I have a roommate. All right, you had a roommate. We learned. You guys learned that. I sort of learned that today. I wasn't sure, but <laughs> now I know for sure that it's gonna happen. I yeah. learned that you. Can having rebate isn't so isn't so bad. There's utilities for them. They can seduce your neighbors. <laughs> right. They can they can serve a number of uh, useful purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that we should have a being with Ian thing. Mm-hmm. That, that, that needs to be a thing. You're gonna be being with Ian. We're gonna be beard. You can make a beer beard. Public. Yeah, the beer beard. Yeah, that's good. That generates some good ideas. Right. Um, I didn't learn how you can steal a house. No. Because it's still a mystery to me. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's it's just, they lost it. <laughs> pretty sure it's just tax fraud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in terms of themes, there was a lot of things about uh, theft. Yeah. And Jeff Goldblum came up a lot. I think it was something about, you know, I kind of thought about Jeff Goldblum when we were talking about fake meat too, because whenever someone brings up like artificial meat, I think of the scene in The Fly where he's testing the transporter and he puts a steak in there and then they eat the steak and it's like, oh, that's that's a little weird. Something's mixed up in there. Yeah. 
That's true. Yeah. Uh, so Jeff Goldblum's been kind of a theme going through and that idea of transporting and black holes and multiverses is sort of uh, in line, the science fiction, the science behind the fiction. Mm. Science know. in fiction. Science mm. in fiction. Uh, mm. I feel like there's lots of lines crossing. I'm not really getting like I feel like we like need a, a Jeff Goldblum episode for science and yeah. fiction. Probably could. Yeah. Probably, you definitely could. Yeah, his whole career. His whole career. Yeah. All the ways that doesn't make sense, all the science. <laughs> Well, it really is chaos theory. Well, let's ask Jeff Goldblum here. Yeah. Is it unbuttoning your shirt when a T-Rex is chasing you? I think that's... Um, that's uh, the, aren't familiar with the, the theme of, of today was like chaos, but like you can you can tell everything connects, but you can't quite figure it out. And that's, that's why life. we need U of M guy. He's yeah. got to explain this shit to us. He's going to figure it out. But make you know? sure to clear all the bees out of your truck before you abduct him. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. What if he's allergic, though? <laughs> totally put my black hole plans to shame the shambles oh, all right so let's uh let's call this a uh, let's call this an episode an hour and a half yeah. you know completely unedited wow. and fucking fantastic like none of nobody at this table looks enthused but i am <laughs> i'm excited this is the kind of stuff i want to be putting out there look at you scott and just drink that shit out of that water this episode i did mm-hmm. yeah and it turns out I still say problematic shit all the time. Oh. All right, lead us out here. <laughs> all right, hear from us at the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. We bid the adieu. See, See you later, later Scottcast Gators. Oh, hell, Scottcast. Glory be to Scottcast. Glory be to Scottcast. Yes.